Station to Station, uh, we are doing another state of the season here at the All-Star break. Uh, the Jays uh, coming to the All-Star break 50 and 41, one game up in the wild card. Uh, they come off of two series, one versus the Chicago White Sox, the other versus the Detroit Tigers. We'll talk about them very briefly in a moment. Uh, but today, uh, this evening, uh, Rob and Dustin joined join me for a PitchCom podcast. And uh, boys, why don't you just tell me how you're feeling uh, here at the All-Star break? Uh, the All-Star game is actually currently ongoing as we speak. And maybe how you feel going forward uh, this season. Yeah, th- thanks. I, I think that, you know, I was thinking about it a little bit on the way home today and just, you know, looking at the where they are in the middle of the season here. Um, it's probably a little bit of a disappointment for, you know, how high our expectations were at the start of the season. But, uh, you know, I was trying to be a little bit optimistic and just say, you know, we're nine games over 500. We're in a playoff spot and we probably haven't, you know, played the best baseball that they could play. And so, you know, I think there's some opportunity to, to um, kick off the second, or the second half of the season strong, you know, and there's a lot of optimism there. I think I have um, in how it, how it could go moving forward. Um, yeah, I agree with, with you, Dustin saying that the, the expectations were really high this season as they were, last season um and then this year we we think that they're not a good team but like you said nine games over 500 uh they're not a bad team i think what the what the problem that what our view is is that they're not a fun team to watch like they used to be uh we were always used to seeing the home runs from vladi and teoscar uh, and and Bo last year and, and Marcus Simeon uh, the, the year before. And now when we're watching them, we're not seeing these long ball games. We're not seeing these home runs. And I know a few of the couple of games that I went to, uh, one of them with Alex, they score all the runs at the beginning of the game. And then the rest of the game, there's no run. So we lose sight of the fact that this is not a fun game to watch because no runs are being scored, no homers are being hit. Does that make them a bad team? The stats are there. They're nine games over a part over five hundred, um, in the best division <laughs> in baseball against these teams that even the teams that aren't good are still better than some of the other teams in the other divisions, like you know the Red Sox and the Yankees. And the curveball, you know, pun intended, that Baltimore is doing extremely well and Tampa is doing extremely well. So the expectations were high for them to, you know, make it to the world series and be the top of the division. So again, they're not a bad team. It's just a different team than I think what we're used to seeing um, overall, the first half, again, you're over 500, you're a, a game or a couple games out of the wild card spot. There's still a lot of baseball to be played and I'm sure they're going to continue on their streaks, uh, their winning streaks and continue to win games we just hope that it's going to be a bit more fun to watch. Well, and I think, you know, what you said about, you know, less home runs. uh, I do think that in the month of April, like we, you know, we were supposed to get this look into the team, you know, it was a different look team and it was exciting, but it was 
kind of they were playing a little bit differently and they were you know they're you know double steals and putting you know being a little bit more creative and trying to move runners along and, and get them in and you know I, I don't think it's it was ever a secret that home runs were going to be down they they traded essentially home runs and shitty outfield defense for uh you know much better outfield defense and uh i guess in kevin kiermeyer there was you know a bit of an yeah, average, and, bit of some and, average in contact there yeah, and, and that's a good, and that's a good, side. yeah, and that's a good point, right? Because last year they needed, everybody was like, they need more left-handed bats, they yeah. need better defense. Well, they went out and they got that, and yeah, you got to give something up to get something, and that's the the trade-off, right? Doesn't mean they're a worse team; it just means they're a different team and something that we're not used to seeing because we are used to seeing those long ball games. Yeah, I think I think you know. I agree with you that home runs are fun to see and, and that makes the game fun. I think baseball can be fun in a lot of different ways. Um, but for me, what makes it not fun is just how tight everything is. I mean, I haven't really looked, you know, at numbers or anything, but it just seems like there's quite a bit of games that they've played that are less than three runs, you know, separating the two teams. There's always, even the games that they win there's always like this sort of, um, you know, hard fought nature to the game. And it's, there's no, just no stompings. And they've had a handful here and there, but just not the kind of like shut them down, you know, stomp on them and, you know, kick them when they're down kind of team that we, we thought the offense would be uh, a little more than it is. And so I, that's what I'd like to see a little more, you know, in the future. Um, just, I think part of it has been just the, the runners scoring position issue that we've been talking about, but part of it is just, you know, man, it just seems like they're playing to the score and not, I don't know. Well, that's, that's, I mean, if I was going to, if I was going to take one point away from what I want to see better in the second half, it's the runners in scoring position and that I think would make the game more fun too. You know, when you have somebody on second, even if Vladdy doesn't hit a home run and he's hitting a single and, you know, Kiermaier's coming in from second and scoring and scoring a run, or you have a runner on first, you know, first and third. And, and to see those running and scoring positions, that's, I feel where the biggest improvement needs to happen. And that'll kind of kill two birds with one stone. They're going to win more games and it'll be more fun to watch. Well, I I definitely would agree, Rob. I think what I'm kind of looking for, and it, you know, I think it will tie into what you're saying. I, I'd like to see some better plate appearances, right? And and you know, it's not that this team strikes out a lot, or you know, it's it's if you look at most of the hitting stats, they're kind of like around like tenth, like they're they're top half or top maybe top third, I should say, um, but they just I don't know. Sometimes they just don't seem to have really good plate appearances and i don't know if maybe this this whole you know let's hit it to the opposite field approach is you know i don't know if it's maybe just messing with them a little bit and and kind of confusing them and as to what they need to do when they when they step in um but i i'd like to see just like just quality plate appearances and and you know what if that like to me a quality plate appearance isn't always you know getting a walk or a hit like you know if you're uh, 
if you listen, if you if it's like a ten pitch at bat, and you know you still and you know what you get out, well, listen, you at least got ten pitches out of it. You saw everything that the pitcher was likely throwing. So I, I just want to see some better plate appearances. I think in the second half, and I think that will lead into probably success in all the situations that we you know we've talked about and and you know been frustrated over. Yeah, it's funny. I I kind of always thought that this team was kind of good on that. Um, aspect of the game, or at least it has been in the last few years. Um, you know, Bo, Bo and I think Brandon Belt sometimes will put it together some pretty good plate appearances, but you're right. I think, you know, when we see some of these guys sh- uh, struggling, that is kind of what I notice as well. You know, I think Dalton Varsho is a pretty big culprit of that. I, I don't think I've ever remember him seeing, like, you know, having a at bat where I was like, "Well, that was a pretty good at bat," even though he didn't get out. Like he's usually just, I don't know, he either bunts yeah. for a, a single or, or, yeah, you know, he's. I mean, I, I, I'm. Third. I see the the, you know, since we're talking about like you know, state of the of the of the first of the season, the first half, but also lack of consistency. I don't think everybody. Like you'll see Brandon Belt do well for a few games and then drop off for a few games. And they're not clicking at the same time. Same with pitching, right? Your pitching might be great, but you're not getting any offense. So I don't see enough consistency for them to string enough wins together for a good period of time. And if you have a, like if you're winning five games and then you're, you know, you maybe lose two, you win four, you lose one. It's it's just that consistency, and again, with with the hitters and the pitching, and just wins versus losses. So that's one thing that I think that I noticed the first half. Uh, here's a question I have. You know, I I was thinking a little bit, you know, about the trade deadline, and about what this team needs, and let's say what it wants and what it can get. Um, I'm just wondering maybe from you guys what you think that um, we can reasonably expect from the trade deadline given, I I mean, I don't know, you probably don't know the farm system um, any more better than I do, which is not really at all. But I, I guess, you know, what do you think we can get and what do you want? I think the want is another bat uh, another big bat um, there's some rumors of bringing back even teoscar hernandez um not even so much a left-handed bat because i think the j stats i mean they're almost better if they had an all righty lineup i think it would be better than their mixed lineup now so you know who's out there who's available i don't know enough to to comment on that because we also have to give something up so are you going to give up a Matt Chapman for a uh, Teoscar Hernandez. I don't know. I mean, we, you know, at the last year you wanted better defense, not so much home runs. Now you kind of want those home runs and those hits. Maybe the defense, maybe an Espinal is going to be okay at third. You know, maybe you can slot him in there. Is that a fair trade? I don't know. I don't know enough about the numbers, but the want would be some sort of a bat inserted into that lineup that is going to produce big hits when it matters. Well, Rob, it's funny you say bringing back to Oscar because 
I, as soon as you said that, my, uh, my eyes lit up because he is, I believe he is a free agent this off season, I believe. And, uh, you know, he seems to, uh, his kind of, he, he would bring a lot to the table in terms of, you know, someone who could, uh, just a good bat, uh, you know, off the bench or DH. Uh, I know we have Brandon Belt there now. He's obviously a lefty, but in situations where there's a lefty on the mound, you know, you could have someone like T. Oscar. Uh, yeah. You know, it would essentially be fl- like Matt Chapman is also a free agent. So it would be, you know, flipping two rental contracts for, for each other. I, yeah, I, it's, I, it's a rental it, for rental. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not ugh. like, I, Here's, I, does it weaken the team more than strength? I don't know. It's it's a, It's a good question. I just I'm I'm thinking right now like can you imagine if we had last year's team today and today's team last year I think at that point you're you're now for sure you're looking at World Series champions because everything we wanted like I said last year we got this year but it seems like everything that we needed last year would be better this year like the day Oscars the right-handed bats um maybe not so much the pitching but um I, I just it's just funny how how it works right like be, it's almost like things of that saying like be careful what you wish for because you just might get it right. well this is what we wanted left-handed bats big defense but it's not well, giving us it's not yeah. giving us wins yeah i mean i think i think teoscar is probably a little bit of a stretch here's my here's my kind of issue with that concept of like trading from the major league roster roster is like i don't know what that does to like the team chemistry what what is that kind of message saying like oh we're you know we're not good enough or i don't know if that's something you want to do right now my thought i i agree with you rob in terms of the need is they need a bat a bat but i think realistically they need like a right-handed bench bat like a fourth outfielder like somebody who um you can bring in in that um you know close and late situation where you need a hit that's not you know Kevin Biggio or Espinal yep. off the bench right somebody who can a big bopper like that I don't have a name either yeah um, I don't but you know that's I to me that's one of the needs and that's i think probably a more realistic kind of guy that you can get with what they have at least at least what i know they have in terms of um the farm system because i don't know trading from the major league roster is going to be difficult and i don't know like do you want to trade away matt chapman i know you know he's a free agent and we're probably not going to have him next year but i don't know yeah the, the other uh, the other thing based on my comment before about last year is like I know I talked a little bit earlier about you know they're not a fun team to watch maybe it's because they're not having fun maybe you need Tay Oscar back to force seeds on your head or bring back the home run jacket. oh for fuck's sake That's... Drum come on okay here's like, here's here's we don't here's... need seeds <laughs> and home run jackets they're not gonna solve the problems listen the team, listen. Right? I, it's just Look. it's just funny that like everything that we wanted last year and that we didn't want you wonder if if we're looking for that now that right-handed bat that you know that big bat off off um maybe off the bench well and then we didn't want them to have fun last year well now 
hey, maybe that's what they need is to have a bit more fun and maybe it loosens them up and they get more wins and Vladdy feels a bit more comfortable in his hitting more dingers. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not actually, saying I'm a fan of it. But... Yeah, I actually think that they're going to they're gonna come out of this All-Star break, I think, with a little bit more of that attitude. I don't know if yeah, they're bringing they're... the seeds back, but, you know, there might be a home run derby jacket that's in that dugout. You know what? Hey, um, Vladdy was there. He was having fun. Bo was there. He's having fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jordan Romano looks like he's having fun with I just see him as styling and profiling with his shades and his, in his suit. But uh, you know what? Maybe they bring that fun attitude back, and who knows? Maybe they do turn it around because yeah. they're a little bit more, a little bit more easy going. So, well, I, I can see. Uh, you know, we we didn't mention it, but Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the first Blue Jays home run derby champion, last as of last yeah. night. 25 home runs in the yeah, uh, final nice round, which is a, uh, which is a, I guess, a record. Uh, and nice to see. So maybe, uh, you know, I, I think I'd be okay with a home run jacket after that, uh, after that uh, title uh, last or night. That, or that yeah. chain that he was, the, the <laughs> yeah, chain that he got from Ken Griffey. Yeah, maybe the um, chain will be there. Was it co- was it yeah. from Ken Griffey or was it from Marshawn? Lynch? Oh no, May, you're right. Marshawn Lynch, Griffey gave him the 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 trophy. Uh, uh, Dustin, can I ask you a question? You can. Did you listen to our last episode where I proposed a very fan, uh, a trade of, of, of substantial fantasy? I didn't hear that part yet. I had started it, but I hadn't gotten through it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm going to go through this quickly because Rob's already heard this. So the, the proposed trade is Matt Chapman for Nolan Arenado. Okay. Uh-huh. So the the play here is that St. Louis is garbage this year. Uh, they're in last place, um, and basically, they they're they're not going anywhere this year. The play uh, is that Nolan Arenado would be essentially a salary dump. He is on a salary of thirty five million, and uh, Matt Chapman is a free agent. So basically, I think there would have to be some some make weights in the trade, <laughs> but um, basically you would be picking, you'd in some ways would be upgrading, but you would be paying a lot of money lot for that. Uh, a lot but of that. Money. They could so certainly I don't, afford not... that. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know what Cincinnati's attitude on him is. St. Louis or St. Louis rather. Uh, I don't know what St. Louis's attitude is, you know, in terms of wanting to keep him around or whether he's like, lead weight on them or not but from from a financial point of view but i mean yeah i mean that (laughs) that would be certainly oh uh, also the other the other thing that kind of intrigues me is that matt chapman and nolan arenado were high school teammates oh really i didn't know that yeah so high school teammates being traded for each other but you know nolan arenado has a no trade clause so chances this happening are pretty much right yeah dilch but i yeah, well, and I don't know. Maybe maybe he's interested in a, a playoff run or whatever. But you know, just something uh, I, I just something interesting that I, I kind of came up with uh, last week. Well, it certainly is a fantasy land <laughs> trade. But maybe they should bring back uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. I mean, he is a an all star playing right now in left well, field. So. There's another. There's a certain pitcher in, on the Cubs who's available, uh, probably. Yeah. 
<laughs> I doubt is going to come to Toronto, but um, I think he, I think he loves it here. I think given the yeah, chance, he would. I, th I think. But I think I don't think the khakis as a. As they're called, they're going to want him back because he's too, uh, yeah, that relationship, the social media, the relationship's not good, but, um, yeah, that would be an interesting comeback. Just bring back all the old, uh, the old greatest hits. Let's, let's do it. Well, I, I, again, like even in the second half of the season, I mean, you're looking at a potential Hunjin Ryu return, uh, Manoa hopefully is getting back on track. Uh, there's still that. Uh, Chad Green, uh, he should be back, so, or not back because he's never he never really left because he hasn't played yet. But um, if he makes a return, he's supposed to be a good closer uh, or, or middle relief pitcher. So yeah, you know maybe instead of maybe you don't make trades. You know maybe getting those three guys back is almost equivalent as well. Yeah, a trade. yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I was thinking about as well in terms of the like the needs because you know i would have said maybe two weeks ago that they need 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 to get a starting pitcher and now it doesn't look like they need 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 to do that i mean they could probably uh, what would be nice is probably again like a more reasonable sort of uh, i don't know like a mitch white that they got last year right i mean he didn't turn out great but i mean he was supposed to be you know the you know just a guy that can get some innings you know maybe a long relief guy now like if Manoa can at least hold his own to 80 percent of what he was last year um and Ryu can come back you know that's a six-man rotation which maybe yeah. this rotation needs for a month or two just to see where things shake out you know give the arm give the arms a break for, yeah uh, for Gosman and Bassett because Stats show they they pitch a bit better uh, on on six days rest or yeah or a full five but uh, or you go to the five man rotation and you put like you know even Kikuchi is uh, in as a long man out of the bullpen I mean he he did uh... it last year and he's even better I know do I still have the super you know faith in him and no it's not that is I just don't think that's fair to him I mean he's been so good this year I don't know. Sure. That's Just, true. You know, like but last... you won't you won't do it for Ryu though, right? Like no, well that's it too. Yeah, I guess you, you that's it. I mean, these kind of things maybe work themselves out. Maybe you know, maybe yes, as they for... say, it's a it's a good problem to have. Yeah, providing they come back in a you know, in in proper form. Well, exactly. Well, that's the other thing, right? You know, somebody you know, if Manoa um, falls on his face, or God forbid, you know, Gosman gets injured and has to go mm -hmm. on IL for a couple of weeks, then... And I mean, Manoa, although he pitched well, I mean, it was against the Tigers. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, hey, that team no-hit the Jays on Saturday, well, all right? Well, that, that's... Right? <laughs> so, come on. Yeah, that, that um, kind of would be a good point to say, you know, the last two games of the season, or the last two series, like, I wanted, and my expectation was a sweep for both games. I think that's what they needed to make up for the you know previous series loss that they had um but you know five out of six i'm mean, five out of six wins you know i'll definitely take that uh unfortunately the one loss is yeah like a no hit like come on <laughs> you know those guys you guys are better you guys are better than that 
Man, I I feel like I called it to myself, although so I have no proof, but I called it in like the fifth inning. I'm like, holy crap, they're getting no hit. Like this is gonna happen. I knew it. I could feel it. I could just I, something was telling me that that was gonna happen. I just can't believe that the the manager would pull out a starting pitcher who's no hitting so far. Like that that seems to be more common these days like it racked up somebody. a lot of a lot of pitches i think he was he? You know, okay. getting close to the 100 mark and he's a young guy i don't know if they wanted to run him out there for another two and a half innings or whatever it was well to close the first half with a you know series win two series wins you know go into a break with so with a, some positive vibes yeah i mean and you know what the the division has actually tightened up a bit. Tampa Bay yeah. went on a big losing streak there, which yeah. you know we said needed to happen for um, for this to be a more interesting division, and it's become interesting. I mean, Baltimore is only two games back of Tampa now, and the Jays are only seven games back. I mean, that's you know that's nothing to sneeze at, but you know there's a lot of games that the Jays have against Tampa at the end of the year, and mm -hmm. if they can you know, put together their own little hot second half and Tampa Bay kind of uh, drags a little and cools down, uh, that's going to be an interesting end of September when I think the Jays play the Tampa like seven times or nine times or something crazy. All right, uh, gentlemen, I was wondering if you could give me an unsung hero of the first half of the season. Unsung hero. Danny Jansen. Good pick. I, I have a my my pick is, my pick is Trevor Richards. Yeah. And I, I feel like Trevor Richards is pretty sung. But that, he's, you know. I think, I think he's pretty... he was terrible last year and I think they didn't expect him to be as good this year, but I mean I couldn't see that. I don't know he's if been, I would maybe he's he's been un, out, un, Yeah. I mean, Jansen, just because he, he's kind of clutch in those spots. I mean, the game on Sunday before, you know, home run to, to tie it up. And, and, he, and that's not the first time he's done it. So, you know, and, if and, you know, he as a catcher, um, it seems that the head office and the coaches feel more comfortable with him behind the plate other than uh, the other guy. I will not say his name. <laughs> Um, unsung hero. I'll, I'll go with uh, Nate Pearson. I think he's, uh, you know, I mean, we expected him to do pretty well, but he's, I think he's had a pretty good season, and uh, I don't think he's getting recognized, at least in the media, for it as much as he should. Uh, Triple-digit uh, Nate Pearson, good pick. Yeah, in general, I mean, the whole bullpen has been pretty solid, uh, even though we complain about it quite a bit you know it seems I think that's been a pretty unsung part of this team and that's held them um, to where they are right now well I think the pitching in general has been pretty good I think it's uh, you know the hitting that we have gripes over all right so the rest of July sorry just have... I'm just gonna step in for a second I'm just watching the all-star game and you actually have Bichette Merrifield and Guerrero as your first, second, and shortstop. Very nice. So very nice. That's a nice little, uh, nice little tin bit of information. Go ahead. 
So the remaining July opponents uh, for the Jays, we have a couple home series coming up. Uh, Arizona starting on Friday. Uh, following that, we have San Diego. And then the Jays head on the road and will be in Seattle, uh, in L.A. against the Dodgers, uh, then in Anaheim against the Angels. And they finish the month uh, in Baltimore. And that series actually kind of stretches into August. Um Seems uh, seems like we have a lot of, I guess, what Dustin would call winnable games or winnable series. I will actually be at the game on Friday against Arizona. Uh, they seem to be playing quite well. Uh, San Diego uh, seems to be doing their best National League Jays impression where they're uh, yeah. a big <laughs> yeah. disappointment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seattle, one game over 500. Uh, the LA Angels... One game under 500, and they just the Dodgers lost. Of the Dodgers, and, so. and LA just lost, you know, uh, Trout, Trout. and yeah. Shohei's down with a blister. I don't know if he'll be back by then, maybe he will, but yeah, they're in rough shape. So, you're right. I mean, this is on paper, it looks like a tough, a tough stretch, but some uh, of these yeah. teams are totally underperforming and, and you know, in trouble. Um, so this is a big opportunity. And then even beyond that one, I think there's a couple tough series in there. And then there's another big, I think, uh, opportunity towards the end of August where there's a couple, you know, weak teams. So they have a real big, you know, um, I feel like we're saying opportunity too much, <laughs> a big opportunity to take the reins no, here. That, in, but that's what it is. There, There's yeah. an opportunity here. So, you know, make up, like cash in on it. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Well, I'm going to predict that they win the series against Arizona, San Diego, Seattle. They lose against the Dodgers because they'll be on the road. They'll win uh, against the Angels and they get swept by Baltimore. How about that? I think I think they're going to turn around against Baltimore. I'll, I'll well, I, I hope so. <laughs> they need to. That, that's like a series that. you. That's a series you got to win. Yeah, that you know. Like that's that. It's that's at home must, too. Yeah, yeah. That that's a that's a must-win series. I'll be curious to see what Baltimore, um, who who they're playing during that stretch, and same with um, Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. You know, hopefully they're hopefully they're playing uh, Atlanta. Uh, at some point, and Atlanta can. Is what we need. We need... I don't think I don't know if they are, but. Here's what we need to happen. Okay, the the home run derby fixed Vladdy, and he just goes off. You know, he like, you know, fixes everything, and he's just that's like, like that's like carries that's like his the, team the, on the, his the back. Reset, right? Like that. Yeah, Manoa's figured it out. Reset. <laughs> Manoa's figured it out. He's back to his old self. Ryu comes in. You know, he's dominating, and uh, you know, Varsho figures his. Crap out and uh, well, that's come on, that's not gonna happen. You no, know, yeah, this is this is what's gonna happen now. I can feel. All it. right, well, I I like your uh, I like your optimism. Yeah, and Kirk's gonna figure it out too. He'll he'll come back. Oh <laughs> no, I don't we know. Should, about we should have wrong. Honestly, I think we should have an over under band, bro. No, honestly, I'm kind of losing my faith in in Kirk. I think he's a little bit of a paper tiger. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, I think that is all the time we have. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks.